You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. My first love is the title of this devotion. And I like to think about that in actually quite often, you know, and the Holy Spirit keeps bringing it to my conscience for me to know what is my first love. Your first love is really what is the fountain of your life, what is the foundation of your life, what is that place you go to when maybe you feel lonely or maybe you feel empty or you feel dry or you feel low or you feel heavy or you feel bored. Where, where do you go? What do you, what's your refuge? What's your hiding place? What do you seek as a sense of refuge, of safety, of, of satisfaction, of fulfillment? And that is really where your first love is. And I love our Savior, Jesus, that he gives us such a perfect example of his first love. In John chapter 4, we see him bringing about restoration that only as the Son of God, the Son of Man could accomplish. The Son of Man without the Son of God could not accomplish it. Throughout the history of Samaria, from the days of Jacob there in Sichem, as it was called in the days of Jacob, it was called Sychar in the days of Jesus. The name of the city had changed a bit, but the original name of that city was Sichem. the man who was running that city, who was the king of that city, his name was Sichem. And he had taken Dana, the daughter of Jacob, by force and laid with her, which was extremely offensive to the children of Israel because you had to be given in marriage and not just take somebody. So that had offended the son, the brothers of Dana, Simeon and Levi and they went into that city and killed all the men in that city and Jacob had built a well there over the last six years that he had been living there and he bought that piece of land where he built the well for a hundred pieces of silver and it was the place where Abraham started by the terebinth trees or the oak trees that were there That's where Abraham started. This is where Jacob came back to the land of promise with his whole family. From there, he went to the city of Ai, which later became known as the city of Bethel. And Jacob, where he had seen the ladder uh, entering heaven, where angels were descending and ascending on it. And God had spoken to him. But that city of Sichem was actually the capital city, so to speak, of Samaria. And the history of what happened there was so sad and grievous and painful and so much evil had been accomplished there and yet Jesus went there 
and brought restoration, which is such a powerful inspiration that the Lord Jesus is able to bring healing and restoration where it is humanly impossible. And while this city was butchered because of one woman, now because of one woman it was saved. All the men of that city, having heard from this woman cry out to them, this man is the Christ who told me all that I ever did. And they all went out and they heard Jesus and said to the woman, now we believe not because of what you said, but we now ourselves have heard him and believe as you say that this truly is the Christ, the son of the living God. And all the men came out of the city and got saved, all the men. So you could see how the Lord is able to turn things for good in a way that we could never imagine possible. And here Jesus says to his disciples in verse 34 of John 4, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. What satisfies me, what inwardly gives me the sense of total I want nothing, I need nothing, I am fully satisfied, is to do the will of my Father. That is the first love, crying out from the innermost being what you can't live without, what you can't do without. Paul himself said the same thing in Philippians chapter 3. He says, having come to know Christ, I have suffered the loss of all things for the more excellent knowledge of Jesus. Jesus became his first love. It became his foundation. It became the fountain of his existence. It became the satisfaction of his being. So I want to just read you a couple of thoughts here, going to chapter 12 of John, verse 27, and talking about our first love, my first love, and that I see in Jesus. Jesus says here, my soul is troubled. And what shall I say, Father? Save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. And therefore the people who stood by and heard it said that it had thundered. And others said, no, an angel spoke to him. And Jesus said, this voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now is the judgment of the world. Now the ruler of the world will be cast out. And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself, signifying by what death he would die. You see, what motivated Jesus was his first love. What motivated him is to see the Father glorified. His first love is the Father, the Father is his first love. I love this about the Lord Jesus Christ, that it is so obvious. In chapter 14, verse 30, he says, I will talk with you. I will not talk with you much more for the prince, evil genius, ruler of the world is coming, but he has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. There's nothing in me that belongs to me. He has no power over me, but Satan is coming and I do as the Father commanded me so that the world may be convinced that I love the Father and that I only do what the Father has instructed me to do. 
I am in full agreement with his orders. You see, you can so obviously see in Jesus his first love. Did you know that our first love is often more obvious to others than it is maybe to ourselves? Did you know that other people can look what really is the true sense of value and worth and significance in your life, in how you respond, in what you're passionate about, in what you're dedicated to, in what you can't live without, in what upsets you, in what burdens you, in what drives you, in what persuades you, in what you are given to. Others can often see it more. You see, in Mark chapter 10, if you would just take a moment to go there with me, in Mark chapter 10, starting in verse 17, now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and he said to Jesus, teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus looking at him, loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, Sell whatever you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Again, sell whatever you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Again, Paul says in Philippians 3 verse 8, And verse 10, for the knowledge of my Savior Jesus, I have suffered the loss of all things and considered them a combined loss and done in comparison to knowing Christ. Without you realizing, you give up everything for your first love. You give up everything for your first love. It's what causes you to have certain feelings or moods or attitudes. It's what causes you to feel happy or sad. It's what causes you to feel fulfilled or lack. It's what's causing you to be satisfied in your desires or wanting in your desires. It's your first love that determines all of this. And the Heavenly Father is longing to be your first love through Jesus Christ who through His first love imparts that same love into you. He says in John 15, verse 1, as the Father has loved me, I love you. Come and abide in the Father's love with me. I abide in my Father's love by doing what He's commanded me. If you do what I command you, you will abide in my love. No greater love as any man than this, that he laid down his life for another. This is what I command you, to love, what, to love as I love so your joy will be full and my joy will be in you if you love as I love. Full satisfaction and fulfillment comes when we discover 
our first love. What is my first love? My first love is not the things that pass away. No, my first love is the Lord. I want the Lord to be my first love and find my satisfaction in Him. And I have discovered that this comes by His Spirit working it in me. His Spirit working in me that first love. Christ, excuse me, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14, the love of Christ compels me, urges me, controls me to no longer live to please myself for for we have one died, then all died. Therefore, we should no longer live to please ourselves, but live for him who loved us and gave himself for us. This is one of the great gifts that Jesus gives you, the discovery of what your first love is to be. And the more you allow him to form that in you by his spirit, the more he brings you into the satisfaction he enjoys, the happiness and joy he enjoys. He brings you into that rest that he has found in the Father's love, that rest in which he lives and that rest in which he invites you and say, come to rest. Stop pursuing the vain, the worthless, the empty. Come to the fullness of the Godhead in the knowledge of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Let me fill you with the love that I enjoy with the Father so that you become a body holy, filled and flooded with God Himself and have the richest measure of His holy heavenly presence. Oh, there is satisfaction for us here in this earth that will cause other people to look at us and say, you know, when I'm around you, I feel so happy. I, I feel so thankful. I feel so complete. I feel there's no lack. What is that about you? And you say, it's my first love. It's my first love. What is your first love? Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, it's my first love. My first love. My first love. Did you know that when you hang around people, you can discover their first love by what you feel attracted to? I pray that my life will always provide an attraction to my loving Heavenly Father. The Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 6, verse 1 and 2, and I'll give you my paraphrase in closing. He says, The Heavenly Father is working with me, drawing everybody to Himself through Jesus Christ, so that through Jesus they may receive a warm welcome in His presence. Oh, what a wonderful thing when you discover your first love in you and begin to get so happy and satisfied and others begin to see it, what your first love is. Amen? Have a good day.